Got an old car? You can donate it, whether it's running or not, to the United Breast Cancer Foundation and save a life. They'll even come and pick it up for free. The United Breast Cancer Foundation has saved hundreds of women's lives through their free or low-cost breast screen exams. But now they need your help. The United Breast Cancer Foundation wants to save more lives through early detection by offering women free or low-cost breast screening exams. And donating your old car, SUV, or truck, whether it's running or not, helps pay for them. Plus, you get a charitable tax deduction. Help the United Breast Cancer Foundation save lives by donating your old car, SUV, or truck. Call now for free pickup. 800-280-2144-800-280-2144-800-280-2144. Call right now. That number again is 800-280-2144. The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for Radiolawtalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, Radiolawtalk.com. Welcome to Hour 2 of Radio Law Talk, the most exciting, entertaining and sometimes informative show on earth. Uh, look, uh, we've had our, we're on hour two. We've had our water cup filled, our, our deodorizers uh, put under our arms, and uh, we went to the bathroom. And, uh, and we wiped down the room with yes, COVID approved. Yes. Uh, COVID approved. Well, Cal, yeah. well, it's Cal Todd and I had to go to the bathroom. Denise is young. She can handle it. We're, we're old guys. <laughs> Cal, Cal uh, we, we look in there about every 15 minutes. Our, those of you who haven't been here, is, uh, we, look, we have a, a glass so we can look and see Cal. He's in another room. Holding my knees him. together. Yeah, holding his knees. <laughs> well, all of a sudden we'll see his headphones sitting there, and it's like, where's Cal, man? There's all the controls going and everything. Luckily, uh, hey, let's do a shout out to Chris in Dallas, Texas. Yes, he Chris, Chris O'Sullivan. Chris O'Sullivan is our guy who was the network coordinator for us yes. in Dallas, Texas. He takes our feed and records it for KBDT, the big Dallas talk. And then he also flips that around and sends it up to our antenna farm in Minnesota, where it's uplinked then to radio stations all around the world. That, thank you. Chris is a it's great a big help. deal. It's a great guy. Chris O'Sullivan. Thank you, Chris, for all your help. You bet. Uh, you, need, you deserve it. Um, but th- this hour, we're going to talk about antitrust lawsuits w- uh, with Instagram, Google, Facebook, and what the Biden administration might do compared to the, if anything, or, or uh, compared to uh, Trump. And uh, this is very interesting what's going to happen. We're going to talk about Parler suing Amazon. We're going to talk about an Apple lawsuit, death penalty case, and the COVID lawsuits stacking up now against businesses. And again, I'm a plaintiff's lawyer, and I believe that, the, you know, in the consumer, but even I kind of shake my head and scratch my head and go, huh, you know, what, what uh, what's going to happen here? I thought one of the criteria of the uh, of the you know, program for the the big giveaway program. You know, the six hundred bucks or twelve hundred bucks or whatever was that that people involved in COVID businesses could not be sued. I thought that well, was part of this. There's deal. a lot of federal laws coming down it. now that they're in the they're in the process of doing that, and I think uh, 
Yeah, that's going to be a tough road to hoe. And I'm going to tell you, I've got a very strong opinion, and my issue is with a causation issue that I will discuss with you when the time comes. But the reason why everybody comes, Cal, you know they're here for one reason and one reason only, and that's for you, Cal, the man, the myth, the producer, three-time Emmy Award nominee and never a winner, the trickery that he gives to the three of us <laughs> the on Case in his own or mind. No Case. Right, here we go. Now it's time to go. play Case or No Case. Yay! Richie Kotite was okay. a football coach. <laughs> yes, he was. By most descriptions, a guy who talked a good game but knew nothing about how to win <laughs> in the National Football League as a head coach. He played the game as a tight end for the Giants, the Eagles, and back to the Giants, and he was pretty good. Then he became an offensive coordinator for the Eagles and then the head coach after Buddy Ryan was fired. Kotite was moved up to head coach and had some good years with winning records, but remember, the third year his team went 8-8. Eight and eight. And he was quoted as saying in the newspaper that the Philadelphia Inquirer that, hey, eight and eight is great. For the Eagles. And this so, you know how Philadelphia fans are, this so enraged the fan base that the team front office was deluged with calls and letters. Kotite's got to go. He's got to get this bum out of here. Now, Kotite loved coaching, especially the guys drafted and traded for by the astute football talent evaluators like Bud Carson and Buddy Ryan. So by the third year, a lot of those guys were gone, and all of a sudden he's not so part because it's not about X's and O's, it's about Jimmy's and Joe's. Anyway, Jimmy's he got fired from the Eagles. You know, it's about players. X's and O's are just strategy. You've got to have good players to win. So he went in, and they fired him, and he was stunned. He said, hey, i got two years left on my contract. And he stormed out of the office and called an attorney. said, I did nothing to violate my contract. I want my job back. And so did East Dirks. Did Richie Kotite have a case or a no case, I ask you. So it's all going to depend on what the terms of the contract were. Mm-hmm. So by saying eight and eight is great, did that violate the terms of his contract? Um, this is a great story. And I just, there's enough to it here that I do believe that Richie did, he did sue. And, um, but I don't think he won. I think he lost. Okay, so you so say case, case and the, but Richie lost. And the defendant, uh, yeah, okay, the team that he was suing, the Philadelphia Beagles, or Eagles. <laughs> Beagles. <laughs> they won. Okay. Fred Penny, what say you, case or no case? In the I, case of I, Richie Cota. By the way, he went on to coach the Jets and was likewise summarily fired because he couldn't even sniff eight and eight with the Jets. But anyway, wow. go ahead. Yeah. You know what's interesting, Cal, is my – my confidence just wanes the minute my co-hosts come in here. I know. I, my confidence is so strong when they're gone, and I have no confidence at all. I just feel like copying all of them. You have that look in your face like, oh, man, what should I do? I, I know this is a situation. There's no doubt. The question is, was an actual lawsuit going to come forth? Because usually these contracts, what happens is they're guaranteed a certain amount, or even if they fire them, they still have to pay these coaches for a certain amount of time. And that's what, uh, you know, a lot of the time the coach is like, all right, I'm good. I'll stay home and watch TV for $4.15 million a year until my contract runs out. So I don't know why would he have to sue. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying this is a mm. case. It's a good point. It's a case. Oh, my gosh, I'm going to be wrong no matter what. I'm going to say, Todd, and Todd knows what's going on here. I'm going to say it's a case, and, <laughs> and Denise, I'm going to go with you, and he wins. I, I said he lost. I'm going to say he wins. Okay. Mr. Cunin, what say you? Case 
or nary a case. All right. So uh, because of when this happened, I agree with Fred that, you know, when they get canned, they're on the hook for having to pay the balance of the contract and stuff. It's this case that set that precedent. That's, that's, that's what I'm going on. Not certain, but I'm just going to guess that this is what happened. So Kotite uh, did sue. He did. The Eagles ultimately were on the hook for paying him the amount. But then he went and got the job with the Jets. And so the deal here is, well, if the Eagles are on the hook for paying you, then technically they could probably say that you can't go work anymore until your contract is done. But any amount the Eagles owe you is going to be offset by what the Jets pay you. And that's what happened in this case. Okay. That's what I'm going to go with. So he does collect. But he not wins. The, but not, so he, he does wins. win, but he doesn't win the full amount because it then gets offset by what the Jets But he gets a buck. That means he yeah. wins. So yeah. you're saying case? Case and, and case, he kind of wins? Case and he kind of wins. <laughs> there you go. Kind of a case and he kind of wins. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's a good one. All right, Cal. This is exciting. I might, right. win, I might get some points. No, he might skunk us all. No. If, if you have, it's no case. Yeah. It's possible. No, I think Todd's right. I yeah, it's possible. Right. Well, Todd's a sports guy. He, if we had Rodriguez here, that name has not yeah, come Rod, up for such a Rodriguez long time. If Rodriguez were here, I would just say, have him go first. What we'll he said. Say what he said. <laughs> what he said. That's right. Ditto. Well, Rodriguez is a former guy that is. Should we? Cal, we miss him, you, actually. Cal, let's, let's, let's tee this up for next segment because we only got the like resolution a resolution next month. that's yeah because yeah, i don't do i don't want to tell anybody i want everybody to hang on so if rodriguez you... is the first co-host to get us in debt with one of our listeners do yes. you remember that yes. yes we had we had a caller from amagosa valley and he still owes fred 20 bucks for that by the yes, way yes he does <laughs> <laughs> because um, did he pay you fred no, no see, she still owes you 20 c-rod <laughs> said hey anybody from amagosa valley calls in i'll pay them 20 bucks and of course, he didn't bring his wallet no, that day. But and he, we tried, had a call. he tried to, like in true lawyer fashion, he tries to get out of it on a technicality because although the person who called was originally lives. from the Amargosa Valley, in there. he was not calling from the Amargosa from LA. Yes, he was on the road. Okay, and, and Todd will personally give you 20 bucks if you call us from Palestine, Texas. Oh, Jim, no, don't no. say that. No, no we'll, we'll, we'll send you Fred will cover him. Uh, yeah, yeah. We'll send you a shirt, a radio oh, talk yeah, Sure. Palestine, yeah, 855 Law Radio, 855 529 7234. We'll be back to finish up case or no case. Stay tuned for more Radio Law Talk on your favorite radio station and, of course, on RadioLawTalk.com. Don't forget, podcasts are available. Every show we've ever done right there on RadioLawTalk.com. And now this. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. At TicketChocolate.com, we believe that simplicity is best. We also know that chocolate is one of life's finest things that can help you savor your greatest moments. Late night visits with old friends, overdue romantic moments, and quiet mornings all to yourself. See their wide variety, like hot chocolate sticks or creamy marshmallows, and a lot more at TicketChocolate.com. They remind busy people like you to take time for the pleasure small things can give. TicketChocolate.com, where simplicity is best. 
If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In, ready to grow with you. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy. Some uncle I never knew called Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS. And they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy. And I'm happy too. Thanks, Tax Doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-263-2610. 800-263-2610. That's 800-263-2610. Warning, don't let your business get left behind in what is likely to be the biggest economic boom in recent history. If you need to build for your business to grow, call General Steel today for a pre-engineered steel building designed for your needs. No wasted space. Steel prices are expected to rise, but you can still lock in your price on a General Steel building. And you can still save as much as half the cost and time of conventional construction. As much as half. But you must call now. If you need a church building, office, warehouse, manufacturing space, retail space, or more. Call General Steel today. You can still get the General's 50-year structural warranty and General Steel quality, all at a price you can afford. So don't let rising steel prices put your project out of reach and stop you from making your company great. 800-617-9312. 800-617-9312. That's 800-617-9312. That is Armadillo. Now, Radio Law Talk continues. Here's your host, Fred Penny. Isn't our whole show anecdotal? Isn't that like half anecdotal, our show? No, it's very scientific. Yes. Cal, 
Give us the uh, rundown. Oh, oh that's what, what this is about. I see where this is. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to mention one thing, and then, boom, I want to know if I got points. Okay. Give me some points, man. Well, let me tell you how this particular case or no case of the football coach who uh, was fired by the Philadelphia Eagles and said, wait a minute, I have a contract with you. You mm-hmm. can't just fire me. Richie Kotite, as I said, was, in fact, a bad head coach. He went on to stink up the New York Jets franchise later and was once called the worst coaching hire in the history of the New York Jets. Now, that's 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 now that's second. That's after this. But I'm just saying that's their opinion. Yeah. Uh, maybe right. there's been worse. And oh, by the way, the Jets say that about every coach when they're getting ready to fire. Yes, <laughs> because you know why, Todd, bad management and bad ownership never fires themselves. That's right. Right. OK, so <laughs> Mr. Kotite went to court. Yes. And his firing was upheld because he took his money and left and went home. And as Fred said, watch TV and never came around an NFL training camp again. And so congratulations wow. to Richie Kotite. He got Wins. the money. boy. Oh, no. Wait a second. He, he lost. lost. Huh? So I win. Well, he, no, no, no. He got fired and he got paid. He t- it was Todd's scenario on the nose. That's kind of weird. Well, one. that's me and you then. It's all of us to tell you the truth. Well, well no, was, you he, said he. I, I said, said he, he lost. Wait, wait, wait. How many of you said he was fired? Oh, uh, this firing well, was up. No, we all agree. We, we like, all agreed. One case. point for each of you on that. Right. How many of okay. you said he got paid anyway? I did. Fred I said and he Todd, wins. one point for that's each it. of one you on that. One point for me. Yes, okay. we got paid. And so Denise gets one. Fred and Todd get two. Okay, there we go. Ladies and gentlemen, is case or no case? You know, because you mentioned the Jets. All I'm going to say is I am very optimistic for them starting next season. After hiring Sally? Oh, because yeah, of absolutely. who they hired. Yeah. He was a defensive coordinator for the 49ers, and what he did this year with a patchwork squad with all the injuries that, coincidentally, most of the first one, big ones hit playing at the field where the Jets play at. Um, I, I, that That's was a, a preposition hire. at the end of a sentence. It, it at, at which the Jets play. At, at which the Jets play to for, for uh, <laughs> heretofore. Pence. The English teachers are they lawyers? Next next hour. Yes, next hour. The curious story of sperm donor Lane Harden of Louisiana. That's next hour on Case or No Case. Is that like the guy in Idaho that. uh, Lane Harden? Lane Harden. Oh, Lane Harden. Okay. (laughs) Denise was looking for some pun in there. There's no pun in there. It's the guy's real name. Come on. Is he related to the guy in Idaho? Remember the doctor that was. Oh, the guy in Idaho Falls. Idaho was, Falls, though, was actually the doctor that his was... His last name was Mortimer. Mortimer, yeah. And How do I know that? And, and he was... Oh, I know, because you were from that That's area. That's my sister's last name, and they are related Ooh. to the rather... What's the word I'm looking for? Productive. He was an OBGYN. There are a lot of people related to him. <laughs> he was like reproductive. Yeah. Reproductive, yeah. right? He was an o- OGBYN. Yeah. That O-O-B-G-Y-N. O-B-G-Y-N. Yeah, yeah, I thought you said O-G-B-Y-N. No, he did, O-B-G-Y-N. but he didn't mean that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My wife's a uh, nurse. So o- I, I, wasn't O-B-Jin the Jedi O-B-G-Y-N. that trained Obi-Wan Kenobi? You see why the so, radio law no. talk is so confusing Definitely for listeners? Definitely not. <laughs> it's so confusing <laughs> for listeners. Todd. That... <laughs> that's what Dr. Mortimer said. Todd, I'm your father. <laughs> this is not the cervix you're looking for. Move along, move along. So, anyway, go on. What? Speaking what? of which... I think I like this better when I'm by myself. <laughs> what is it? This is the most di- dysfunctional know. radio show on earth with these two back. We just Mainly lost Tom control back. all of us. We lose control all of us. I was trying I to get why. to a yeah. point, and it's like I can't get there. <laughs> I apologize. 
<laughs> what was the point I was trying to make? I have now? no idea. You were talking about OBGYNs. Ob- <laughs> no, he said OGB. Yeah. <laughs> Ogbin. <laughs> That's the old. I'm OG. Shut up. You're what up. <laughs> so what okay. it is, is he decided instead of the people who are having problems, you know, procreating, having issues, they come into him and he would arf- what artificially inseminate. And he would use his own sperm. Yes, correct. And they didn't know that for years. Yeah. And all these children had come out in Idaho that they were actually, after he was, when he passed away, they figured that out or right as he no, was they No, did, they did a DNA test. Yeah. But, but I mean, was it but after he, was he passed, passed away? he passed. He had passed. He had already passed away. Yeah, yeah. And this, this doctor had fathered 80, 100, had 200. Four, four million grandchildren and, yeah, about yeah. two million great-grandchildren. Crazy. <laughs> but, you know, he was perhaps a polygamist in a former life, and he thought... Who needs a marriage? I can just do it this way. So we're going to talk about that <laughs> next hour, right? Yeah, we're going to yeah. talk about a case like this. Well, Poor this, couples yeah. coming in. We want somebody who's a genius, who's uh, got a good build. Maybe. Oh, yeah, I have just the right person okay, for you. That. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Good money, smart, get into medical school. Check, check, check. <laughs> check, check. Yeah. Did you know, Tom, okay. there's a guy by the name of uh, Biden that, that's going to be our new president. Did you know that? I Vaguely. Okay, I know, I know you figured that out. He's been sick, you know. And you know what? Uh, Biden and Trump uh, don't get along. Did you ever hear that? Hear about that? Mm. No. Really? Yes. And here's the situation. The situation is, uh, before Biden's taking office, Trump, the administration, and their AG's office have brought forth Sherman Antitrust Act uh, violations and lawsuits against Google, Facebook, Instagram saying that they're too powerful, too strong. And I guess Amazon, I didn't know that. And they're going to try to break them up. The question is, now that Biden's coming in, what is going to happen? Is Biden going to stop these lawsuits? Or is he going to go forward? And doggone it, kind of to my surprise, according to Reuters, I read the Reuters uh, did a, uh, a Reuters. story. On Reuters. Reuters. Yeah, yeah. Reuters. That's okay. Reuters. Just trying to help you out. Yeah. Anyway, Reuters did a story that said his transition team person is one of the big... Uh, proponents of breaking them up. Isn't that true, Denise? Yeah, of course it's true. <laughs> okay, sure. So, yes, it, it looks like that these lawsuits are going to continue. And the one against um, uh, Google is basically accusing them of searching and advertising violations. And then uh, the one against Facebook is the buy or bury, where they buy up other com- companies and they bury them so that they're not competing. So these both thoughts about being anti-competitive. I don't know why, but Todd just checked his phone and there's an advertisement for a sperm bank. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know uh, Denise, what they're still on. back on that. They can't get them off that. Gosh, I thought I got you guys off of that. I tried I'm to, like, sorry. everything I'm I could so to rein you in. This right. currency I can trade on the open market? What the heck? If you want to join us uh, next half hour, which probably you don't, uh, we're going to talk about Parler's lawsuit against Amazon, and then we're going to talk about an Apple lawsuit not as fun as these guys talking about the sperm bank, but we'll be back. <laughs> yeah, after that, why would you? <laughs> Radio Law Talk will continue in just a bit. Don't go away. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com.
Medicare rules are confusing. They should be. There are over 130,000 pages of regulations. There's Part A through D, Medicare Advantage, and Medigap. According to the CMS, there are government programs available that can help you pay for your medical expenses. Choosing the right Medicare plan is a really big deal. The wrong choice can cost you a lot of money, and the right choice can put more money in your pocket. Call one of our licensed representatives today. At 65 Plus Medicare, our free service can show you a plan that will maximize your Medicare benefits, ensure you are taking advantage of all available government assistance programs, and save you money. Plus, call right now and get a free report on how to avoid costly Medicare mistakes. Call now. 800-220-7612-800-220-7612-800-220-7612. That's 800-220-7612. Know someone with a drinking or drug problem? Learn how to get sober after we share these stories. I was 35 with two beautiful children when my life and addiction started to spiral out of control. After my divorce, I went into a depression cycle and started drinking more often and using prescription drugs. After my second DWI and arrest, my ex-husband threatened to take our children away from me. I was 17 when I became addicted to heroin and meth. I thought I could quit on my own, but I couldn't. It hit me when I was arrested. Get sober now. Your private insurance may cover costs and we'll get you here. It's simple. Just call Elite Rehab Placement right now. Please, don't wait. Your life matters to us. Boy, I wish you guys could just listen to us uh, during the break. We talk so much. You think we just sit there and uh, put our feet up, but we're we're, we're talking. Hold on, we gotta gotta put put her up, Cal. Um, yeah, we we love arguing both sides. We're arguing this, you know, uh, antitrust issues with these uh, high-profile groups and 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 the issue of parlor and and parlor is a uh, generally speaking, a, yeah, Cal. As an outsider, here's yes. what here's because I'm not a. You know what? I just think I'm a lawyer and and a two, three-time Emmy He's loser. our producer. Yeah. yeah. They have too much power. If they can yeah. simply come and say, "Listen, we don't like what you say, so we're going to pull the plug on you because we want to influence an election or whatever the event is, doesn't matter." That's too, too much, much power. power. Yeah, it's but too that's much. too much. You're reading too much into it. They have contracts with these different. Um, the the providers have contracts with their users, and if the users violate that contract, it's a contractual issue. No. Yeah. Oh, yes, it is. I'm saying part of it doesn't concern me as much as the individuals. Thousands and thousands of Facebook users removed because they spout conservative content. Thousands and thousands of of users for other TikTok. You know, other. It's not just uh, conservative uh, content. Primarily. Antifa. Primarily. No, it's it's both it's okay, extremists. Let's just put it that way. Let's let's talk about this, Denise. Yes. This is where I'm disagreeing with you on that. Uh, you keep saying private company. If that's yes. the case, Standard Oil, 
according to the law, the antitrust laws, would still be in, in there would be no Exxon, no no breakup. That's the we, we no can't argue, we can't argue they're their own private businesses. Because I'm like you. I'm a freedom of, of of trade and commerce. I agree with that. This is a very difficult, you know, a balancing effect here. And I too also believe that Facebook, uh, Instagram and, and and Twitter are way too powerful. Whether it's on the right or the left, they're way too powerful, and the antitrust cases coming on in, they're going to look at to see how powerful they are. And if they're too powerful, they need to be broken up, no different than Standard Oil and the Rockefellers got broken up. AT&T. And, 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 right. and, and actually, I think it's – let me finish. I think it's worse because that was about oil and control of oil. This is about free speech. <clears throat> that is my worry I don't want them, a corporation, to be in charge. And I don't care what people say, they have the power. I, I'm not disagreeing yeah. with yeah. you. My point was something different. My point was there are users and there are providers and there's agreements between them. I'm not right. saying that those providers aren't too powerful and they shouldn't be broken up. I'm just saying that there is contracts here, and I do believe that contracts are enforceable, even if it's True. with the too powerful. True. And so it, is Twitter too powerful? I don't know. Is uh, Google too powerful? Probably. Uh, Facebook, Facebook and Instagram are yes, together. Yes, because I think Facebook's done more to avoid competition than all of them put together, right, quite right. honestly. But as I see, where I think is the problem, Denise, where I come in this is Standard Oil, the, the original case, was about oil, which which was power. Oil was yes. power back then. And now this is about free speech, which my opinion is the most important thing, even more important than oil, even though oil is, is power. And so because because of that, and when, when they're stifling free speech, whether it's on the right or left or the middle, we you've got to you've got to get that micro you've got to get the microscope and you've got to get the magnifying glass and look deep into this. And and that's the issue to me about Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, which by the way, we're Radio Law Talk. If you guys are listening, if you're gonna ban us, go ahead. It'll help us. We'll go we'll skyrocket and because it'll hit the news. But anyway, um, <laughs> we, we talk both sides. We, we we state both sides, but I truly think it at least needs to be looked into. And what I like, whether you're a pro-Biden or you're a pro-Trump, I think Biden is going to stick to it and keep going after them under the antitrust stuff. So and, that's, I, and I do, too. I, I think that's a positive. I think with, that we agree with that. Yes, we agree on that. That's uh -huh. good. Go ahead, Todd. I, I, my personal feeling is he's going to stick with it initially. But the problem with him sticking with it is the actions. A lot of people view this as the actions of Facebook and Twitter and to essentially – from the conservative standpoint, mute the conservative voice, helped Biden get the election. And if he goes and cracks down on them, is he running the risk of essentially biting the hand that fed him? I don't know that he wants to necessarily take on that. That, that is an absolutely weird way to look at it because it was the same platforms that got Trump the yeah, election. Twitter, and Twitter and he it. still went after him. So – yeah, I mean, it, it, true, it, I don't see that it is a political issue at all. It is a, a value that both of the parties share, in my opinion, uh -huh. and that it's not a Republican and Democrat position. It is actually similar values where we we should be working together on You're it. Right. See, Trump used them to get elected, and then now they're all going, this guy is using this, in our opinion, to spread what we think is false information. So we don't like it, so let's ban the most powerful man in the world, the President of the United States. So it kind of is political. But 
But we, what's wrong with letting the marketplace of ideas decide who stays and who goes? Exactly. I mean, yeah. And to me, that's so we're, we're, my point was that yeah. we we're agreeing here. Yeah. yeah. This this yeah. is my response to that. Yeah. And, and the reason we have the Sherman Antitrust Act is because at times a business or a corporation can get so big that there is no marketplace of competition legitimately There's where no people balance, right? where people could say okay if i don't like this i'm going to go with this and yes. here's here's an example that i was talking about over the break it limits so, consumers choice and makes right. them pay exactly more right. so so here you've got here you got twitter is being sued by the doj essentially the claim here is twitter's so big that there is no other platform Are they that's like twitter? that uh, no, I, they're I, sued instagram facebook google and Amazon. I don't know if Twitter's been sued. I, yet. I think that it's on the forefront. They've Maybe talked it about is. it. They've talked about it. I don't and, think and, they've been sued. And let's yet. not lose sight of the fact that two years ago, after the election, there were congressional hearings and hearings before the Senate where the CEOs of these tech companies were brought in and asked point blank, what are you going to do to stop the spread of what we perceive as disinformation? And um, it was a difficult thing for them to answer because now you're asking them to be um, to to be censors. But you know the reaction of the big tech companies is, in my opinion, was to threats from Congress and the Senate to shut them down because of these hearings. But right. but the point is there needs to be uh, competition so the consumer can choose which service to use, right? Which gas company you want to buy your gas from, which telephone right. company you want to use. And and I think that one of Twitter's best arguments, if people wanted to come after them, was, well, look what happened here. When people didn't like the way Twitter was enforcing its policies, they all went over to Parler because Parler was a competing platform and they got a chance to go over there. Problem is, now they shut the problem is Amazon came in and shut down Parler, now here's the thing. which destroys well, the... I just want to make this comment because it's really an, an important one. In the prior administration, prior to Trump's administration, they were suing all these different big companies, but they were settling with them. They were doing money monetary settlements uh, with these big companies, and they weren't breaking them apart. And then Trump comes in, and Trump's like, wait a second, got to look at this stronger, and we want to – perhaps break up these big toward companies. Toward the end of his administration, Right, by the toward way. the end. So then now Biden's purportedly saying he agrees with Trump. Well, his his advi- one of his advisors is Well, that's why that. I say yeah. purportedly, because right. that's his agent talking right, right, for him, right, perhaps. Right. But any in any event, he's saying, you know what, Trump's right. We need to look at this. We need to figure out if how it impacts the market and if we need to break up these big companies. And I think that's an important... So way that it's going. Here's the thing that I, I always say to myself. I ask myself this, and I know this because I'm an advertiser. Personal injury law, you advertise, and I advertise on those platforms. Let me tell you, they've got you. You know what? I I can't – okay, if I don't go to Facebook or Instagram or uh, – who else do I go to? to local ad, radio. I mean, I, you know, local radio. That's right. Radio law talk. Yes. That's exactly – but really, the power is Facebook, Instagram – and the amount of money it costs mm-hmm. to go ahead, I'm telling you, I don't think you guys do this, is astronomical per click. It's crazy, in my opinion. That's my opinion. There was a lady it's, on Shark Tank last night yeah. who said, look, 50% of our revenue, 50% of their revenue, not their profit, their revenue was gobbled up by Facebook advertising costs. 
Right. I saw that. Yeah. 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 yeah I no, it's so yeah. they yeah. become strong and powerful, and the question is, where is the balance there? Because right. I, I am for free enterprise too, and free business right. you know, dealings. I, I don't like government getting involved, but, but sometimes it's good that government. It just it's a balancing, Denise. We got to figure out where. Yeah. The one the one thing that I would say about the fifty percent is gobbled up by all of that is I don't think that 50% of the Facebook revenue or your advertising revenue would be gobbled up. You would allow that to happen if the advertising wasn't effective. I mean, if I had a $100,000 a year right. advertising budget, budget, but it was only generating 25000 in revenue, I wouldn't be doing it. Right. People are spending 100000 bucks on Facebook advertising revenue because they look at it, they do it right, and it's generating. Because it's got the power. Yes, it's well, generating. She, she learned how to knock it down to 25 or 30%. Yeah. You know, and and still, for any company to have to give that amount of money for advertising, that's a lot of money. Oh, that's believe me, that I know, is, but I it's so effective. Their algorithm system is effective. But is that too much power, Denise? And they're not. They need to be broken up so you can go to someone else. We'll be back after this and talk more about Apple. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. At TicketChocolate.com, we believe that simplicity is best. We also know that chocolate is one of life's finest things that can help you savor your greatest moments. Late night visits with old friends, overdue romantic moments, and quiet mornings all to yourself. See their wide variety, like hot chocolate sticks or creamy marshmallows, and a lot more at TicketChocolate.com. They remind busy people like you to take time for the pleasure small things can give. TicketChocolate.com, where simplicity is best. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In. Ready to grow with you. Warning, don't let your business get left behind in what is likely to be the biggest economic boom in recent history. If you need to build for your business to grow, call General Steel today for a pre-engineered steel building designed for your needs. No wasted space. Steel prices are expected to rise, but you can still lock in your price on a General Steel building. And you can still save as much as half the cost and time of conventional construction. As much as half. But you must call now. If you need a church building, office, warehouse, 
warehouse, manufacturing space, retail space, or more. Call General Steel today. You can still get the General's 50-year structural warranty and General Steel quality, all at a price you can afford. So don't let rising steel prices put your project out of reach and stop you from making your company great. 800-617-9312. That's 800-617-9312. Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy. Some uncle I never knew called Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS. And they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy. And I'm happy too. Thanks, Tax Doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-263-2610. 800-263-2610. That's 800-263-2610. I like the Amadrosa Valley. You're listening to Radio Law Talk. And now back to the show. So there's a company called Vernet. Vernet X. Ver, V-I-R-N-E-T, Vernet X. And Vernet X is a VPN, a virtual private network, apparently that argued uh, that Apple um, came in and basically took, uh, they had a patent trademark issue, um, according to them, that they stole some technology from them or something to that effect. I'm not going to say stole, but took and used. And the jury found for uh, Vernet X, and I'm going to talk about something here, and the amount that they held for Vernet X was $502.8 million. And so Apple has appealed it, and uh, they've appealed it to U.S. District Court Robert uh, Schroeder in Tyler, Texas, who rejected Apple's request for a new trial. Um, and uh, I'm sure they're going to appeal that to the appellate court. Mm-hmm. But here's the interesting thing. And this is uh, Reuters. Reuters, did I say it right? Reuters. 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 I'm going to call them Reuters. OG Reuters. I'm going to call them Reuters. Reuters. Basically said this. And, 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 and I'm going to explain this. They said that the the lawsuits, there was another lawsuit that occurred that it could be up to $1.1 billion that Apple's going to owe them by the end of it. What happens is if you bring a lawsuit and you basically make offers and they don't accept the offers, you can get interest. And generally speaking, the amount of interest you get is 10%. And you can also get your um, expert cost witness costs and, cost, and stuff. Right. Yeah. But $502.8 million at 10% interest. Wow. How long has this been dragging on? Yeah. And, and and so that starts adding up pretty darn fast. But you talk about some money, but uh, it, the, here's the interesting thing. Another interesting thing. And I hate to be doing all the talking, but this is interesting to me. And you got, I want you guys to comment on that. The jurors, this is what Apple says, should have been told by the 
should have been told that the U.S. Patent and Trademark, uh, Trademark Office had deemed Vernet X claims unpatentable. In other words, they could not patent what they claimed Apple stole from them or took from them. And uh, they're saying that should have been done. Now, the question is, I'm going to throw out to you guys, see if you know the answer, because I know the answer to this. Do you have rights to certain things if even if it's not patentable? If you can't patent it or trademark it or register it? You mean an original idea? Is that yep, the question? Yep. Yeah. Can you still have rights to that? Ooh. I say yes. Yes. It may not yeah. be a patent, but it could be like a copyright for sure. The answer is yes. Yeah. People think you have to have a copyright or a patent or a trademark in order to make it uh, you know, uh, uh, yours and protectable. The answer is not necessarily true. Again, in the law, it's not. I'm not going to say for sure, but it, it makes it easier. That's for sure. But if you can prove that that was your idea and they took it and they knew had knowledge of it, et cetera, et cetera, and and uh, you can still argue that it was yours and you have the right to it. So at so at the trial, well, on appeal, Apple is saying at trial. The jurors should have been informed mm -hmm. that the patent office said that it was unpatentable. Yes. And at that point, the judge has to make a decision whether or not that evidence, uh, whether or not that evidence should come before the jury and whether or not it is relevant. Meaning, um, would, would the risk of prejudice substantially outweigh the probative value of the evidence? That's all legal thing. The way I like to look at that is, would a juror hear that piece of evidence and then disregard everything and decide based upon that? based upon what was just said, and based upon what Fred said, which is that you can still have protections even though something is not patentable. Or trademark or, or trademarkable. Or register. I yeah. get why that evidence may not have been allowed. And again, it's going to be an issue on appeal. Appellate court's going to decide yeah, whether it, or not. But I, but I would understand a judge's decision saying, wait a minute, you tell these jurors that this thing is not trademarkable or patentable or, or whatever, um, they're... They may not even listen to the alternative right. argument about why there's still a claim. Right. They just say, oh, you can't patent it? Boom, done. You're out. And, yeah, and, and, and it, ignore it. And it so. comes down to the judge deciding that this is not a legal issue that I have to decide. It's a factual issue that the jury has to decide. Right. And the jury has to decide whether or not this was protectable. Right. right? And right. and it doesn't have to make the decision that it was patented, but it has to make the decision. Yeah. And that I'm it not was saying you win on that. It's yeah. definitely more yeah. difficult, et cetera, definitely. et cetera. But you can argue that. And that's, right. that's an argument. And so, so someone calls up and goes, wow, that's a law that says there's a. Well, yes, but there's laws back and forth, but you could still argue that. I have a question. Yes. If we are so anti monopoly, why do we have patents that allow for companies to have a monopoly on their product? Only for 25 that's, years. I know, but that's one question. And then my next question is, was Facebook patented? Was oh. the whole concept and idea of Facebook, which was novel, out of the, patented? Uh, yeah, remember Facebook was out of the garage of some of college, what were they, students. college students, Three and, college and, and, students. And, yeah. the, and the other two students sued. The Winklevoss Zuck twins yeah. sued Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg. Yeah. I, I think that, I think that, uh, I don't think that Facebook was patented because I think that the very fact that you have the Winklevoss twins that came in and said he created something to compete with ours and they were very similar and that there are other platforms that were similar. It's just they have dominated the market. But to your question about if we're so anti-monopoly, why do we allow patents? Mm -hmm. This is my take on it. Because okay. allowing a patent for a specified period of time 
25 years, encourages innovation. If you tell somebody, look, if you invest your blood, sweat, and tears and your livelihood into developing this unique thing, and then we'll let everybody else come along and use it, and you get no compensation for it, that would stifle the innovation of people trying to create these things. So the patent came along to tell people, look, if you do all of that, we're going to protect it so that you can recoup your investment and make money on it and do stuff. Without it, I think uh, innovation would be stifled. Ergo, the business model of IBM versus Apple where Apple protects everything from the stem to the seeds of everything they develop. And IBM basically patented nothing. The computer mouse, IBM invention. They don't get any money for that now. Laser printer, IBM invention. Hewlett Packard, all these other guys making money. Them, not so much. So I think it's a great point, Todd. You want to hear some interesting facts as I put my feet up on the desk? Please do. Uh, (laughs) Take a guess as to the Winkle Voss twins, how much they won, according to CNBC, uh, the settlement was in their lawsuit against Facebook. I'm How guess, much money? I'm guessing at least $20 million each. $65 million, which between you and I in the fence post is what? A nothing. Lot. No, oh, that's, that's nothing. a lot. For me, I that would is, be happy. Well, that <laughs> is nothing. Now, I'm, I'm not done yet. Compared to, compared to Facebook's market share. That's exactly share. right. Yeah. Compared to what Facebook's worth, that is a drop in the bucket what they received. But the twins have invested in other companies, cryptocurrencies, et cetera, et cetera. It's according to Bloomberg, the Winkle, Winklevoss brothers are worth $1 billion. So it worked out okay for them. Yeah. So, so hooray <laughs> for guys that took $65 million and everyone's like, oh, they're rich, they did, and they turned it in to $1 billion. Some people can say, I'm just going to sit back and do nothing. I Uh, would. (laughs) I I know you would, but a lot of people would just say, I'm going to invest it and do something. So they're smart guys. They came out of Harvard, by the way. You know what I'd do? I would buy an airplane, Mm -hmm. and I would fly around, and I would just have fun and fly to wherever I wanted to go and, you know, just kind of like live the penny lifestyle. Oh, shut up. Wouldn't you want a billion? I mean, if if 65 million with an airplane, it can gobble up that 65. All I got to say is this. I could see the sticker on the air, Denise's airplane. Spending my children's inheritance. inheritance. (laughs) Just like on the motorhome, man. Uh... I I tell myself what I would do. But then I also know that if it actually happened, what I tell myself I would do may be vastly different than what I would actually do. <laughs> because I tell myself I would stay right where I'm at. I wouldn't move. Yeah, I'd stay right. Yeah. They all say. You know, I would, I would, I would rack it all up, and then everybody like, oh my gosh, we live next to this billionaire, and he, you know, lived, drove a crappy car. And my wife would call <laughs> the moving van and say, "Honey, it's been good to know you." <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Give me my half. That's right. I'm tired of listening to you snore. Oh, exactly. when we come back. Back hour three, we're going to have more fun. We're going to talk about COVID lawsuits, the death penalty uh, uh, about this woman that was executed. We're going to try to keep it G, but uh, it's very interesting. And Kevin Costner lawsuit. We're going to talk about that. Stay with us. We'll be right back. You are listening to Radio Law Talk, and we thank you. We want to remind you we are live 9 to noon Pacific every Saturday. So if your radio station doesn't carry us at that time, you can catch us live then. And uh, you can also get all of our back episodes via podcast on radiolawtalk.com. You have been listening to radiolawtalk.com. 
a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated. Veterinary Medical Association Annual Convention in Washington, D.C., I spoke with Dr. John Howe, AVMA President, about One Health. One Health is really a collaboration between physicians and veterinarians or public health officials. For example, in Minnesota, our state public health veterinarian deals with zoonotic diseases, rabies, for example. Animals are sentinels for humans, and humans are sentinels for some infections in animals. There's more valuable information at avma.org. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-215-5141. 800-215-5141. That's 800-215-5141.